Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Here for the Right Reasons, Us Weekly's Bachelor podcast. I am your host, Sarah Heron, and this week we are tackling Bachelor in Paradise. I don't know if you guys have been tuning in. It's definitely been not my favorite season of Paradise, but there's been a few storylines to latch on to and to explore further. And for me, it's Kat and Brayden. So I had the chance to talk to Wells about the beach and ask him about Kat and Brayden and also what's going on with Rachel that we didn't get to see because I feel like they're not airing a lot of Rachel Reckia time. Like, did she speak to Avon? How'd that go? You'll have the answers from Wells there. General thoughts on what's still to come for the season and what happened to the Casa Amor twist and what's going to happen with this Bachelor in Paradise truth box twist. And then you will hear from Brayden and I had a great conversation. Um, it was a little longer than my quick chat with Kat, but it was actually recorded after the episode aired last week, second episode, not the third one, but still stands everything that they said about each other and their dates. You will hear me mention maybe something that's to come in a trailer that's the only thing I wanted to point out, that it technically was recorded last week before the third episode aired. Wells was after we had watched the third episode. Also, in the Brayden and Kat chat, I mentioned to Brayden this social media drama between him and Kat. And in case you didn't see it, this was earlier this month. Kat posted on threads, which didn't know, um, you know, we were still we were still doing threads, but threads is like the Twitter of Instagram. She posted, you would think for someone who is obsessed with my every move wouldn't have would have taken some pointers on how to have some class. And then Brayden quoted it and said, your PR person told me to let you know you should take this down. Doesn't match the look you're going for. So when I asked Kat about it, which is not going to be included in the in the clip you're about to hear from her for several reasons, she said, ask Brayden. And then when I asked Brayden about it, he gave me this kind of cryptic response, which you'll hear in just a second. On Golden Bachelor front, I don't know if you guys have been enjoying it as much as I have, but I thought week three was the best episode yet. Kathy was killing me with her pot stirring. It reminded me of like what I feel like I would see my mom and, her, and you know, her friends if there was ever drama going on. Just the way they were speaking about things was making me laugh. I think there's a lot of love there. I think Gary is clearly, you know, there for the right reasons, got a little manipulated by Kathy there at the end, but was very sweet when he was talking about how he woke up dancing, obviously heartbreaker to say goodbye to Joan. I feel like it's going fast. We're down to like 
not eight or nine women um but i'm really liking it and i said this before but the one hour format i think is really beneficial for the show and to address a comment i got about the first episode that i mentioned in the recap in the screener here's a little lukewarm tea that doesn't really matter in the screener for the golden bachelor i watched it was a james taylor song and they changed it for that opening so that is why i was going off about the james taylor song making me cry in the golden bachelor premiere they changed the song so sorry Hopefully next week I can uh, talk Golden Bachelor further. I'm trying to get a guest for that. But this week is all about VIP, starting with Wells. Hi, Wells. How are you? Hey, Sarah. What's up? Let's start with Kat. She's obviously been in the hot seat from the start of the season, will continue to be through this week. From your perspective, behind the bar, how did she handle the Brayden situation? Should she have done something differently? Is she a murder bird, as Blake (laughs) described her this week? I love that Murder Bird continues to get so much airplay. Um, (laughs) I will say that I don't think that she handled things very well with Brayden. Um, I think that she probably, like, from my eyes, they were one of the strongest couples uh, on the beach Mm -hmm. before anyone, you know, before other guys got there, right? Um, So I was very, very surprised that she didn't, like, at least be like, hey, let's go talk about this beforehand. Um, I also hated and i love cat but i hated when she came down dressed up for the date um he kate was like hey you look beautiful and she like totally dismissed him i thought I, that like broke my heart for brayden mm-hmm. um and you know when they when they had their argument there at the end after she kind of finds out that he's been talking and he's very upset um she gets very um She's, she keep on, keeps on saying that he's like yelling at her. And I don't think that's what I think he was just he was just telling her how he felt. And I think that that's OK. Um, but she was starting to feel attacked. And I didn't I didn't love that. And I don't know if she probably loves that watching it back because she is a really wonderful person. I think that um, I think that she made some mistakes. And I will say this. Uh, Jess like, says it perfectly. She's like, OK, I understand what you're saying, but I don't think you're going to like the way that this looks. Got and it. I think that she's right about that. OK, that makes sense. I feel like Brayden is really like coming out to be kind of like a little hero of paradise. I'm really enjoying seeing another side of him and his 34 pairs of earrings he told me he brought. That checks out, I think. Um, yeah, listen, I did not like him coming into this season either. I think probably most of Bachelor Nation didn't. And I love being proven wrong in every season it happens. Um, he reminds me a lot of Dean, if I'm being honest with you. Like, just very kind of out there. Like, he just is who he is. And to put it in context, Dean is one of my best friends, not even in Bachelor Nation, just in life. So um, I loved Braden. I love that he has this redemption story. And, um, yeah, like I, I think it's, I think it's great. It's also because a good, it's a good life lesson. Like sometimes you really cannot judge a book by its cover or whatnot. Like you, you got to give people a second chance, you know? And I think that a lot of Bachelor Nation is completely doing a 180 on Braden. I think it's great. I think so too. Um, I'm fascinated by Rachel on the beach. Anytime, you know, we get a lead back on the show, it changes things. I feel like, is it a different dynamic? Can you like feel it? when people are interacting with someone like Rachel or like obviously Becca last year, is it like, are people intimidated? Does it feel different? Do they kind of just blend in? And also do we, are her and Avon or her and Tyler, are there any awkward moments? Like what's going on with Rachel? Um, okay. First part, I think, yes, they are. They are treated differently, but they also have been treated dif- differently because they were the lead, right? Like, um, 
So I think what they expect is not what ends up happening because they're just kind of part of like gen pop at this point. Um, but yeah, for like, cause there'll be people that ha- like went home night one or whatever, or like was there for like the first row ceremony and then gone. Then they meet someone like, like a lead like Becca or Rachel who have done, you know, so much television. Um, so there is a little bit of like, Oh, Oh my God, look at this. You know, like Hannah Brown coming down was a very good example of that. They, they all think that she's like the second coming of Christ. It was like the weirdest thing. Everyone's just like freaked out. Yeah. Um, so there's a little bit of of that. Um, I forget the second part of your question. The Avon and Tyler of it all, just because she. Has oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think um, Avon was weird mm-hmm. um, for her. I don't know if Tyler was weird for her at all. Um, I think she was. Yeah, I think she was excited to see both of them. I think she was nervous to talk to Avon. I think she was excited to talk to Tyler. Um, This week, we see you comfort Will. Obviously, we've seen you comfort, you know, people at the bar for several seasons now. Do moments like that, do they get easier? Do you feel like the emotions for them? I feel like Will's had a rough couple weeks. (laughs) They don't get easier for people that I like. I will say that. Uh, For people that I don't care for, I don't really give a shit. But I really do like Will. I think that he is a really sweet guy. He's like there for the right reasons. Um, and I'm rooting for him. So yeah, and I, and I like I wish I had a time machine. I wish I could go back. So I would ch- probably change what I said to him. I, and I make the joke of like, maybe stop dating girls that like want to go on other dates. You know, right. that's not really what I think he needed. I think he needed, because he's a guy that just like wears his heart on his sleeve so much. And I think women can can almost perceive that as, as weakness or like lack of confidence, which I don't see that in him, but I can see how it can be perceived that way. I wish that I had given him the advice of, Hey man, I want you to play it cool going forward. You know, like, like it doesn't matter to you, even though it does like, but play it cool. And, you know, later on in the show, when you've really kind of developed a very serious relationship with someone, then kind of show this emotional side because he, he just tends to do it really, really early. And I think that some girls are like a little put off by it, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Um, last season, our twist was the like Casa Amor of it all. Yeah. One, is that not coming back? And why do you think? But two, what can we tease about this Paradise Truth box, which seems to be... Yeah the twist this year. Um, yeah, I, I think I can say that Casa Moore is not coming back. Um, <laughs> no one really liked that very much, <laughs> which is hilarious to me because my wife is the host of uh, Love Island and they do Casa Moore and their cast loves it. Like right. they're all about it. Like they're excited. They want to go like on a tour. <laughs> Whereas when we did it, like just the women hated Jesse for it, you yeah. know? Um, so I don't know that's coming back. Yeah. I think the big wrinkle in this season is the paradise truth box. Um, I wonder if people are going to be mad at me cause I, cause I am the facilitator of this. I, I, I'm interested to see how the audience and how the cast respond to this because it's an opportunity for people to say whatever they want, um, without any repercussions, Mm-hmm. which could be considered like that's kind of like what's bad with Twitter, right? Like you can like, be a keyboard warrior and stuff, but it also allows people to actually tell their truth, which I think is a very good thing, especially when it comes to wanting to take your relationship to the next level. And also it, it allows people to express liking somebody else 
without like the, oh my God, you're trying to steal my guy thing, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And that can also help create relationships that probably should be and helps dissolve relationships that probably shouldn't be, if that makes any sense. From an audience point of view, I'm looking forward to it. I am curious to see the reaction of how it goes over. Um, You obviously mentioned Sarah. You guys are both reality TV personalities, experts, fans. Um, Is there a show that you guys would ever want to go on together do you watch a lot of reality TV? And is there a show you guys would ever want to go on together? Um, probably not, unless we like make our own show. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, I, I don't. We do watch a lot of reality TV. I will say that. Oh, we love the challenge. We are okay. big challenge guys. We actually have Taco Challenge Wednesday where I make tacos and we watch the challenge. Um, we feel very strongly about the challenge. We're big uh, Johnny Bananas fans. Uh, but would I ever go on that show? Absolutely not. Even though I do think that my political game would be amazing, but I would lose every single elimination. Like it would, I would be such a weak link. Um, but yeah, no, I don't think so. There was a world in which Sarah was going to come on Paradise years yeah. ago, and it didn't work out, which is too bad. But also, just fine with me. No, you know? like Amazing Race for you guys. I feel like that could be quite the no. The that's moment. a quick divorce <laughs> trial waiting to happen. I think. Uh, okay. cause even like right now, the way we try, like I, I am, I get to the airport way too early. Like I'm that guy. I'm like, and she just is laissez faire. Like if I make the flight, if I don't, and I'm, it drives me insane. If we were doing amazing race, oh my God, no, but I do want to do that show. If anyone's listening, I think it's on CBS. If anyone's listening, I would love to do that show with my brother. So okay. I'm throwing that out there. There you go. Well, I think I got to let you go, but I have to just throw out real quick. What was the most popular drink this year? I know it changes season to season. Yeah, everyone really um, gravitated toward the Jorge special, and Jorge was the bartender before I was the the bartender, and that is a very simple drink, and everyone should learn how to make it because it is so good. It's two slices of cucumber in an empty glass, pour some vodka over it so the cucumber is infused with the vodka, um, throw some ice on top of that, soda water, splash of Sprite, and garnish with a lime. It is one of the best drinks you'll ever have. And it's so simple. And especially when you're like sick of drinking margaritas and it's like so freaking hot out, that drink is like so refreshing. So there awesome. you go, Jorge Special. Well, thank you, Wells, for your time and for continuing to serve it up behind the bar as always. I'm sure I'll talk to you again soon. Yeah, good to see you, Sarah. And now here is my chat with Brayden. Okay, Brayden, let's jump right in. Obviously, at the start of Paradise, you have a connection with Kat. What is it that initially attracted you to Kat? Um, just how accepting of me she was. I mean, it felt really good. Like a lot of times people kind of try to, you know, dim me down, I feel like when they meet me, they're like, oh, we got to change this about you. Like, I don't know if this is going to work. I mean, that's kind of what I ran into with Kylie. She's like, maybe not the dangly earrings, you know, maybe some studs or something like that. And so um, when Kat kind of just was like, you know, no, I love your look. Like I wouldn't want to change anything. It kind of just made me feel good because it was like, you know, you want someone that just like, you know, doesn't want to change you, you know? <laughs> Were you excited to get to the beach? Because obviously on charity season, you know, there was a little feathers ruffled, but overall I feel like I know it hadn't aired yet, but the world loved your earrings and they loved talking about you. Were you excited going on paradise? Were you anxious? Uh, um, I was still a little anxious. I'm not gonna lie. Cause like I hadn't seen any of that yet. So again, like I had no idea how it was all going to pan out. Um, and so when I got down to the beach, it was like, Oh my gosh, I'm going in kind of blind, you know, like, you can't really, you can't really adjust or change or like, you know, see if there's anything you need to really work on. You just kind of keep doing the same thing and hoping to God it works, you know? <laughs> How many pairs of earrings did you bring to paradise? Um, I had, I think about like 34, I 34, 35. 
34? Yeah, I, I'm an earring connoisseur, you know? No, I, I like to go, like, I'm not a shopaholic, but, I, like, if I'm walking around and I see, like, a booth by the beach or something like that, oftentimes I'll buy them from people that, you know, like, I keep cash on me just for that purpose, so it's kind of fun. <laughs> oh, I love that. Okay, well, this week we get Hannah Brown coming in. She stirs the pot a little bit at that bonfire. Um, when she asks you guys about who you're interested in, you say, you know, I'm good with Kat, and she maybe drops a few names of Tanner and Tyler. What were you thinking in that moment, and was there ever a doubt that you were going to give her your rose? No, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm the type of guy when I make a decision to get to know somebody, it's like I'm kind of committed to one person. You know, like I don't really... I don't, I don't do well with dating multiple people at once. And I think that, you know, that was one of the things that was hard about paradise is the aspect of dating multiple people at once. Cause it's just like, how do you truly get to know someone when you're getting to know five other people? You know, it's just like, and so for me, it was like, I liked Kat. I knew I liked her. I knew I had a connection and I was going to, you know, I was going to ride that road until it ended, you know what I'm saying? Or until we, it ends. No. Until it ends. We see in the trailer that Tanner does maybe show up and maybe asks Kate out or cat out. And, you know, if you might use the phrase cheap, dirty whore or something along those lines. Um, did you feel, what did you feel when that happened? And do you still feel any animosity now? No, I have no animosity. I mean, at the end of the day, like love is a personal decision. Like, I mean, you can't force somebody to love you and you can't, I mean, you should never beg someone to love you. You know what I mean? Like, I think that for everyone out there, there's going to be that one person that sees you, appreciates you. And for me, like, that's the love I'm looking for. Like I've, in the past, I've begged for love in the past. I've, you know, I've been hurt and, you know, wanted love from somebody that didn't want to give it to me. And I'll never, I'll never put myself in that situation again. And it's like, I'll put myself out there. And if it's not reciprocated or given back, then, you know, it's, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to walk down a, you know, a dead end road. <laughs> a tricky thing about paradise is there are no rules and everyone knows that it is an open situation, but obviously once feelings get involved, it can become personal. So for you, is there anything, I know we haven't totally seen it play out yet, but that cat could have done differently, or is it just one of those things in the heat of the moment? Sometimes you just get upset. I mean, honestly, I don't know. I think, I think we'll have to stay tuned for that one and see. Um, but, uh, that's a tricky one. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, for me personally, like I know that paradise is really open. It doesn't have the rules, but like for me and like my own person, I have my own rules. And I think that's kind of more so like just what I followed. I can't hold other people to that, but that's what I held myself to. And so, I mean, um, yeah, I don't know if that answers your question. It does to, to some degree in the super tease of the season. We also see you maybe spending a little time with Rachel. Um, maybe there's some paint and cake or something messy involved. Um, what can you tease to me about a connection with Rachel? What about Rachel were you maybe attracted to? Um, Rachel, first of all, is an absolutely beautiful woman. Um, she is carefree and fun and she's super intelligent. Like she is, uh, I mean, she's a freaking pilot. Like that's pretty freaking cool. Um, so, I mean, there's a lot of things about her that was really amazing and that is really amazing. And so, um, I think all the, I mean, I think the better question would be like, instead of what are the good traits about her? Like, what are some of the bad traits that wouldn't make you date her? Cause I feel like those are very few. So, uh, she's a great girl. Did you watch her season and everything that happened with her and Tino or were you not familiar with that part of it? Honestly, I can't lie. I wasn't a big bachelor buff when I got on the show. Um, it was one of those situations. My friend signed me up and, uh, I, I tried to watch as much of it before I came to paradise. Like I actually watched paradise like fully for the first time. And it definitely made me a little bit nervous when I did that. Cause that was, I was like, Oh my gosh, what am I getting myself into? But I don't know. <laughs> yes, that's fair. Um, 
Who was your most shocking early exit? Obviously, there was a lot of love triangles in the beginning. We see in this week's episode, a lot of almost maybe switch ups at the end, a little bit of drama. Um, who was it? Were you surprised that maybe got sent home that you you think could have gotten a better chance if other people were there? One of the women. Um, oof, that's a tough one. I mean, we're, we're going based off this based off of episode two airing, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I would definitely say the ones that were the shocker for me was, uh, I think Greer and Greer, I think Greer was definitely the biggest shocker for me. Um, I knew a lot of the guys were talking about her. Um, they wanted to talk to her. It was just, I don't know. I, I, I don't know what happened. I think they were expecting to be pursued because we had the roses. And so they were kind of taking the backseat thinking that they were going to, you know, people were going to be falling all over them. And that's, I don't know. At the end of the day, I don't think that's how it should work. I think, it, you know, no matter what, you should put in a little bit of effort. But obviously you said no animosity with Kat, but there was a little back and forth maybe on on social media. Anything you can tell me about what's going on there? I mean, all it was is just me looking out for a fellow cast member. You know, it was just all in good fun. You know, just uh, okay. teamwork makes the dream work. <laughs> all right. And my final question for you, what is your tease for how the rest of your journey will unfold in paradise. We obviously don't know Ooh. how much longer, hopefully until the end, but what, what are we going to see from, from you? Um, you're going to see a lot of hot and sweaty rose ceremonies. Like the one you just saw it was terrible. Um, and, uh, you'll see me sweating over some other things too. So, uh, it's definitely, it'll definitely be a wild ride. All right. Awesome. Thank you so much, Brayden. Uh, it was very fun to talk to you and I've been enjoying your bachelor journey so far. I got to say, thank you so much. I appreciate it. And finally, here is a bit of my recent catch up with Kat. Hi, Kat. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm good. I have a lot of questions for you. Oh, no. <laughs> but I want to start with, obviously, you develop feelings for Brayden pretty quick in the beginning of Paradise. What was it about Brayden that attracted you to him initially? Well, you know, Brayden has a very eccentric personality and he has a very similar personality I would say to mine so I think his overall just aura was very appealing and it like drew me to him because I saw us having a lot of fun together and kind of just wanted to see where that went um he just he's fun to be around how much of charity season had you seen if any or did you just know guy with earrings so I didn't know anything from charity season for um visually we hadn't watched it back but she's obviously one of my closest friends so I had an idea of who people were but I definitely went in still just wanting to form my own opinions and like going in with a clean slate so although I might have had some idea you never really know how they're going to carry themselves in paradise so yeah your reaction to Hannah Brown's arrival on this week's episode was pretty amazing <laughs> Oh my gosh. I love Hannah Brown. <laughs> you guys were all fangirling over her. So one, tell me about that fangirling over Hannah Brown, but also did none of you know she had a boyfriend? <laughs> so I follow her on social media and, but it's been a minute. Like we, I didn't know the sense of time yet at the, in the beach, but I, we knew she had a boyfriend, but you never know people switch up quickly. So it was a very confusing as to what the purpose of her being there was. Um, but I was mostly excited to just be in her presence. <laughs> What is she was it about Hannah I watched. So she was the first season that I ever watched of Bachelor World that like brought me into like even knowing who people were and her overall just like bad bitch energy. She's just she carries herself with a lot of confidence. So I really appreciate that and very inspiring for other women. She does. And she did a great job leading you guys into a little pot stirring date by the bonfire <laughs> in which happening. she, you know, is trying to figure out who people are interested in. And when she asks Brayden, he does claim to have a one tracked mind hinting he is not interested in anyone else. Do you believe that? Or was he just saying that? At the time? Yeah, I do believe it. Brayden definitely loves very hard. 
and everybody is valid into feeling how they want to feel and where they want to put their energy towards. So that could be exactly what he was feeling in those moments. Um, but that is definitely something I can see Brayden believing through and through. You were a little, you were honest. You said Tyler Norris, you said Tanner. These were names that clearly maybe had been thrown around. What was it about those two that were on your paradise radar even before they got there? I don't really know. They were just the two guys that I saw myself mostly with um, in the real world. They would definitely be guys that I would go to um, go for in the real world. So that was kind of this, the appealing factor. But at the end of the day, you still never know who people are. You just have an idea. And that was probably just, I wanted, those were just the people that I had interest in coming into the beach, but I was always open to see where my emotions and energy took me. I think that's what's always so tricky and entertaining, at least on the viewer side of Paradise, is there are no rules, but it always feels like, you know, people obviously get upset, your feelings get involved. When mm. you were going into it, you want to keep an open mind, but what 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 are your rules of Paradise when it comes to you know, going on a date with someone else or exploring something when you've established a connection. Like we see it, we've, we've seen like three love triangles in two episodes um, and it looks like you're next. So what is it like, what, what were your rules going in and how do you navigate that? I wouldn't say I had any rules. There really is no strategy in paradise. I just wanted to handle it the same way that I would in the real world. And that is just trusting my gut, going with my intuition and believing in that my, and having confidence in whatever decisions that I make and mostly just being present with my own emotions and listening to them. We do see in the te in the teaser that you and Tanner, I believe do go on a date. What can you tease to me about his arrival and the connection you potentially form. Let's think. Um, I'm trying to remember because I haven't seen it. Um, <laughs> I guess I could just say that um, it is a very fun date. And I do something that I've never done before. And so that might be very entertaining to watch because clearly my dramatics have no, I have no grip of them. So do you have fun good. with do you have fun with that though? Cause your facial expressions are so fun and memeable and it again like hannah brown's arrival in this week's episode and obviously from your bachelor season like yeah. you can laugh at it right because it's funny well i became very hyper aware of my mannerisms going on this beach i did not realize how much of them like were exuded on a day-to-day -day basis until everybody was picking up on them and i'm like oh wow like <laughs> i really like i'm very dramatic but i have fun with it because it's just who i am it's how i was born there's whole movies of me three years old doing the same eye roll so it's just you just have to accept those parts of you. Thank you for listening to another episode of Here for the Right Reasons. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a comment about what you want to hear next and stick around for more episodes coming soon.